Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's podcast number eight. Eight is great. Yay! Eight is great. So exciting. We're almost to double digits. Hey, well, don't get ahead of yourself. But anyway, hey, what's up? It's Sean and Charlie and Maddie here on the Simon Says Podcast. And we want to go ahead and get it off our chest. What are you guys thinking about the progress of the COVID-19 as we get ready to maybe start working from home? We can say that on here on the podcast. I think we can be wide open and honest and everything. Yeah, we'll still be on your radio. We just might have to do it from other places. Yeah. I'm pretty excited. I acquired a lot of equipment over the last few years and was able to set it all up <laughs> you've never used any of that for anything have no you? i had no reason to set it up and See, then all of a sudden within a week i had it all working it was that's great. one of the crazy things about being in radio is that some of us have these amazing home studios and do all this other stuff and some of us at, like myself don't even have a computer at home My- <laughs> you don't even have a laptop no what is wrong with I you i have phones and tablets i don't need one that is ridiculous my entire home studio setup was in a box in my pantry, and I could not find it. I found the box that it originally came in when oh, I yeah? bought it off Amazon a few years ago. Yeah, but what was it? You empty, did find it. In empty a box. box. What? But then I dug around. I found a big box of like Nutrisystem popcorn and some gardening crap. <laughs> well, that's actually a bonus and better than, than the equipment. And <laughs> the popcorn had all gotten real hard and became oh, one piece. Oh, no. So I threw all that away. And then under that... It was a box with handwritten on it, DJ equipment. And I thought, well, could this be the DJ equipment? And opened it up. And yeah, there's a little soundboard and a microphone and the cords and everything. And Splatty LaRue over here hooked it all up and got it all working for me because I don't know how to do nothing. Was this for you to DJ at a club? No, it was when I had aspirations to do voiceover work from home years right. ago. That's and why it, I all, that's why I had all my stuff. Yeah. Well, at one point I had that as well, but I never really did it from home and then it was just taking up space and I had nowhere to put it. My computer was from 2005, so I just ditched it. Yeah. Did you ever do one of those? I did a website where it was like audition for jobs. And I did it for a full year and auditioned for like everything and did not get picked for a single thing. Do you know that before I came to Greensboro, my last several jobs across, you know, the East Coast, 
I used to work almost every single day doing voiceovers. And if you go to Virginia Beach, you can still hear me on TV there just about every day I'm, I'm on something. And in Raleigh, I'm still on some stuff. Really? And on little radio stations like on WIZS and Henderson, what up, the whiz? I'm still on there. If you listen for legal IDs, I'm still on there. I think the only job I ever auditioned for around here was I auditioned for that Bojangles, it's bow time. Yeah. And I sat there and I practiced and I practiced and I practiced and I did all the stuff that they asked me to do. And I got there, I drove all the way to Charlotte and I walked into the studio and they said, all right, read this. And I was like, it's bow time. And they're like, okay, later. And I left and I didn't get it. I um, actually had a pretty lucrative thing going with a local agency for a while where they were sending me or they were using me to do furniture stores in Texas Mm -hmm. and I had some car dealerships and stuff, but then I believe they just started doing their stuff in-house. You and me were both working for them. Yeah. I mean, a couple years, it was working out really well. And then they're like, okay, see you, bye. My bookkeeping skills kind of upset them. Because I, I, I wasn't real good at billing them, and then it would go like months and months and months, and then I'd send them a giant bill. Oh, I was very good at billing them. <laughs> we could have worked together. We could have had a system. You guys canceled each other out. Good yeah. job. But anyway, Thanks. we started out talking about the virus. So uh, it is it's kind of scary out there in the world, um, more the way people are reacting to it than my fear for myself. My fear is more for my in-laws who are old people and yes. and for my mom but my mom who who has lived social distancing her entire life she's way ahead of the curve on social distancing she doesn't interact with people well like my dad he lives in a retirement community in Florida and they all kind of wave at each other as they drive by on their golf carts but they <laughs> don't really get close mm-hmm. so thankfully he is not um in a place i i feel like he's okay my my dad's got the worst cough ever. He's had it forever. It's like he he hack coughs all uh-huh. the time. So we joked we we want him to put up a sign and wear it all the way anytime he goes out in public that says pre existing cough. But he shouldn't be going out in public. Hundred percent. I, I, okay. Yes. But I'm saying like if he goes to the store, like if he has to go to the store and get food or something, people should be going for him. This is the thing that frustrates me. Like my in laws, my my father in law is almost 80 my mother-in-law is like 75 and they will not change their habits until this week when they shut down restaurants they were still going out to eat on the regular and when i told them this is not cool what you're doing you're not taking this seriously enough her response was well we take a pack of wet ones and we wipe down the table wet ones don't do it you well, have no, to change and, your habits. And the person sitting right behind you at the next table could cough or, yeah. you know, somehow spread it. And we don't, a lot of people, the biggest thing I think people aren't understanding is that you might not have any symptoms at all, but you could be carrying mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And they're, they're making it so. And one of my cousins had a very valid point. The only way you can affect people's behavior is by making them stay home which is why they're shutting everything down uh-huh. well, did you see the story was it ohio where there was a guy who was supposed to be on quarantine kentucky was it kentucky and they had to send the cops there to keep him in his house because he has it he's, i know he's and confirmed. the dumb dumb wants to keep leaving his house yeah so they sent the sheriffs to surround his house so he couldn't go out and infect anybody else because he was right. like i ain't staying home and now it's people my- like that that are that are making it so the rest of us can't do anything yeah. if that's the case do you then kind of draw a line? Like, say, if you cross this line, do we then get to tase you and then kick you back over the line? Mm. I think it should be allowed. 
Well, Tay's talk in, amongst yourself. There's there's a <laughs> there's a lot of creative. What about you know, what ifs on tasing? What about the rubber bullet or a beanbag gun? Yeah. Just can to they knock make them it, back. Can they make a taser light? Well, you're not a, a violent criminal. You're not, you know, really well, scary. But you should be, learn your lesson. Yeah, there's 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 so many <laughs> oh. levels of stupidity where it almost reaches the level of violence. So you know what? I'm with you. Yeah, tase that idiot. <laughs> what about this? What about how about this? In that instance, you have to wear like one of those dog collars, <laughs> like what I did that one time, and I put it on my ankle when I ran across the line. It shocked me so bad I fell down. So it was one of those things. Instead of like an ankle bracelet to keep him at home, he's got a shock collar kind of thing on his leg. That's a great idea. I don't see why Look, not. I'm saying only in an instance where you have someone so stupid who is infected with something that's very contagious and then it still insists that he must leave his house. But unfortunately, there are so many people that have it that haven't been diagnosed. We don't have enough shock collars for everyone. True that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's the whole thing. How many people do you think we've come in contact with during the course of this we don't know how many people have it how many people have already had it gotten over it and maybe even gotten it a second time who haven't been tested because there's not 15 million tests out there in the field we can't test everybody who's been sick since november there's been people who have had mysterious illnesses where it wasn't the flu like oh my god this is the sickest i've ever been in my life and the doctor said it wasn't the flu and it was almost pneumonia and I got over it, but I've never been so sick. Well, what if the, that was it? You're the only one I know who's been through something similar where you went to the doctor and they don't know. So should we be sitting in a room with you? How you feeling? I mm. mean, so far, so good, but yeah. with it, within, within a two-week range. But then again, from everything I've heard, I mean, that's the other thing. I, I think you would know if you had it. Not necessarily. Every, really? Because every time I hear about somebody who's had it, talking about their symptoms, they're talking like, I had 105 fever and not all, not everybody. No, most no. of the people who get it symptoms are mild. Well, they then- either have mild symptoms or if someone is very healthy, they could have the germ in them that just didn't carry it. It hasn't manifested. Yeah. So they're carrying it, but they, it never develops. Well, look, I, I'm still impressed. The fact that we, I mean, it sucks, but it's made it to the point where all these quarantines and shutting things down. And again, it's like it is the worst in the world for businesses. Oh and my god! For, you know, and and I get it. It's like, yeah, your kids are at home, and yeah, this is a major inconvenience. But if you look overseas and and where it's working, containing it, this is the kind of stuff that we had to do. It sucks that it took so long to get to this point, so that it got bad. Yeah, I mean, it should have happened months ago. You know what you notice though, and this could change while I'm saying this, but if you look at the headlines, there's a website that I go to every day that I'm pretty much on whenever I have a free minute called K news, K N E W Z. And they have a subcategory that's all Corona related mm-hmm. and there's no filters. There's no ads. It's nothing but headlines. And what I've noticed in the last few days is you're not seeing the constant updates of there's now this many cases, this many deaths. I'm not going to say that that's good news, but maybe that's a good sign that there hasn't been a new explosion of new cases. Maybe this stuff is starting to work, this distancing and, and the quarantines that are put in place. Maybe it's starting to take some kind of a foothold. Maybe. Let's hope so. Yeah. Because they're talking that it maybe could extend through like July or August. And I hope, maybe. hope, hope that it's I, under I mean, control before that. If it does, I hope that's on its tail end. And that's just the fact of it going away. But again, you know, it, it goes back to be smart. Yeah. Just don't go out if you don't have to. And, and, I get it. It sucks to be at the house. It doesn't. I got all my stuff there. I, I'm I'm one of these original 
social distancers too. You know, I don't do stuff. I'm cool. I got I, all my stuff like I like it. I do have to say that I'm very glad this didn't happen when I was in my 20s because my life would shut down. I'd be like, what do I do? Because that's all I did was go out with friends. Yeah. Well, you know, kids like my daughter, kids in general are the world's largest narcissists. And this is happening to them. Why is this happening to me? Why can't I go and do whatever I want whenever I want. Why can't I have a sleepover? Why can't I go walk around Friendly Center? Why can't I go to all the movies? By the way, Regal has shut down all the theaters. Yeah, you can't go to now. the movies now. Now, though, okay, and it's interesting it took a virus to do this, but I thought it was interesting, the movie industry talking about actually making it so you could rent movies at home that are yeah. first-run movies. That was a matter of time coming. Sure. Because so many people are like, oh, I'd rather just watch this on my couch. There's right. something about the big screen. This isn't the time no, for that no, no, conversation. No, no. But but I thought that was cool that they like, oh, I, you know what? Maybe now it's the time to try this out. See if we can still make some cash out of this deal. What's the first one of these totally upended your life situations that you remember? Maybe you were a kid or or maybe it was in your adult life. You know, of course, we all remember 9-11. I was in D.C. for 9-11, and I, I saw the Pentagon on fire. I was in D.C. too. Were you there? As a kid, whatever, What what's the first one of these kind of things that you remember? Um, I remember just like when it would, a friend of mine was supposed to have a slumber party, and it snowed really bad, and they had to cancel it. And it was like, what? Why? Why really? would you do that? Like, that's the first thing that I remember feeling like my life was being rocked by something that was completely out of my control. But uh -huh. if we're going for actual real emergencies, 9-11, definitely. Mm -hmm. I remember the Iran hostage situation. I remember that being a, a big thing in the news and, and remembering people being affected by that. I that remember I was supposed to go do a trip in college overseas and I was waiting for my passport. And it was during one of the government shutdowns. And I couldn't get my passport because it was stuck at the passport office. And I remember sitting there going, am I ever going to get it? But again, oh, poor me. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, in the big picture, that was that at the time was groundbreaking. But like Charlie, I mean, I think a big snowstorm. But again, even, you know, with being in D.C. and 9-11, I think that the biggest resounding like after effect. No. You know what? Hmm. Scratch all that. The sniper. You remember DC. that? I was there for all that too. That was that, amazing. To me, was worse because that was where I would be at a gas station, like actually looking around, dancing around. Because that that was the first one. I'll I'll say that that was one that I clearly remember because it was like they're like, watch out for a white van, and it was like, oh, it was that's never, a white van. it was never no, a white it wasn't van. A white van. And listen to this take on this whole thing because the sniper situation gripped DC. It was the number one story in the insane. news. And then it became the number one story nationally. And it was horrible. It was it changed our lives for a time, but it wasn't a million people. It was a very small group of people. It was one city. It not... was terrifying. But yeah, it was such a small percentage of the population that was really affected by that. So look at what's going on now. And if you were to wake up tomorrow let's say something awful happened and tomorrow you woke up from a coma and you saw the headlines that there were these quarantines that restaurants can't have customers that movie theaters are closed down all of this would you think what would be the first thing you thought you would think oh my god there must be millions of people dead 
half yes. of the world's population must be dead, right? I would think I woke up in a zombie movie. Right. Well, and and the, But look at the reality of it. It's well, funny we're trying you say to that. keep from being in a zombie yeah. movie is the, is the thing. Well, didn't you see <laughs> Jared Leto was on some like 12 day, no technology, you know, uh, thing in nature. He, I saw it on Facebook. So he came back from his retreat and was like, what is happening? Are you serious? Oh, wow. So, yeah, he came back and everything was closed and all this. But, you know, all I think of when you say that entire setup is the like first couple episodes of The Walking Dead. Yes, exactly. Because yeah. Rick Grimes, the whole thing is he gets shot, and when he wakes up out of a coma, the zombie apocalypse is already underway, and you know everything's chaos. Oh, is everything's that right? Yeah. yeah, I never yeah. watched mm-hmm. that. So when you say that, that's the first thing I think yeah. of. Like if I was, to, that's all I can picture in my head is the zombies. world was fine. Yeah, he gets shot, goes into a coma, wakes up, zombies. Everybody's everywhere. gone. He tries to go to his house. His and whole zombies family's and, gone. I mean, it's yeah. Oh my God! Oh wow! That's crazy. Yeah. Here we are. How many seasons in though? Well, you know, so far from that. <laughs> back in like I want to say 1990 to 1992, I was in Raleigh, and there, that was a horrible time for the economy. I don't know if you guys remember that or not, but that was one of the big downturns in the economy. And I was on G105 in Raleigh and was absolutely living party lifestyle right next to NC State, living on Gorman Street. And had absolutely no idea. Didn't have cable. Right. This was before computers. Never turned the TV on. If I wasn't on the radio, I wasn't listening to it. I didn't know anything that was going on with anything. Yeah, I was in college at that time, and I was completely oblivious to anything except for keg parties and mixers. Me too. I had no idea what was going on in the world at all. And if anybody would have told me, hey, man, the economy's down the tubes, I'd have been like, what? Yeah. You know? Tubes. <laughs> <laughs> Come but, on in, man. No. So there are probably people out there right now who, who are having that reaction to this. Yeah, a- I guarantee. Except for everything shut down. But I think that's the thing. <laughs> I think so what you're probably getting then is somebody who's like, Doo, do, do. I'm walking out of my cabin in the woods from under my rock. Yeah. I'm going to go get my supplies at Costco. Well, you do what? still know you have those crunchy granola people who don't have cable, who yeah. don't have internet, who, you know, they live their little life, even though they live in the city and stuff, they're off the grid. And so they're not as in touch with all of this as those of us who spend every minute on Facebook and, yeah. and, but who's so okay. informed? So then think about this. Who's living a, a more peaceful life? Because wouldn't it be nice to be off the grid and not paying attention to like every five seconds there's a new update and half of it's not true? As and it you got to sit through it and then everybody's saying, well, did you see that? I and know. It's like, that's not true. But now. But what about this? Well, that's not true. I know. But as it is now, we have to. You know, we're grownups now and we're parents now and we're in this business now we've got to stay on top of it and for my part i also up to a point i got to look out for you two because i have to have a plan in place for what's going to happen next for us i feel like uh, (laughs) people who are like parents families whatever who live that much off the grid i don't think they're doing themselves a good service because there are things you need to know. Yeah. You need to know that there's a risk out there. You need to know what's going on. You, you need to know that you can get a $29 bidet through an ad on your Facebook Well, that's too. Because now it's going to pop back up again. <laughs> You're going to buy it. He's going to buy it. I don't even know it. if I can get a bidet anymore. That's the worst part. What do you mean? 
I think that they're all priced out and gone. No. I, I did. I, you know what? Stand I, did, by. I did try to get toilet paper. How? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Where? Wait, so first I looked online on Amazon. They're like, aha, you no. thought stupid. And then I saw somebody else, another friend of a, like, a friend's wife posted up like, so-and-so was very proud of himself. He found this toilet paper and then realized after he'd ordered it, it'd be arriving in May. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, if I can hold on a little longer. The smart... Toilet cover cleaning tool bidet is twenty nine eighty nine. Is that That's, just an attachment? Yeah, all of these are just Most attachments. Of them are. Yeah, you don't have to get like the. the oh one no, from you Japan don't get you don't get the fancy you. water fountain sit down bidet. No, you you get an attachment that you put on your existing unit. I know, but you know me. See, I feel like I that's going to spray one. things around the bathroom. No, no, this is what? so. Don't overthink I it. I don't want this at all. Please well, you don't make, make a seal me have on the, one. You got to seal the lids. So Here's just... the go bidet, handheld bidet in white. It's thirty nine ninety one. Can I bring that here with me? Ooh, the self cleaning hot and cold water bidet, dual nozzle, male and female. Dual nozzle? Why are we? Why do we need two nozzles? Well, at the, the same way the human time. body is set up, one's hot and one's cold. Don't no. hey, calm down. Calm down. Hey, here's a non-electric mechanical bidet toilet seat attachment with fresh water. <laughs> That's the key, though. You got to get the one with the fresh water. Because <laughs> otherwise, it's just pointless. Oh, this is great. What was the one, though? What was the one on your Facebook ad? Because it had a real snappy name. And I love the, oh, the testimonials and the long ad for it. And I everything. don't know. The only one I know by brand is one that I heard mentioned in another pod, uh, podcast. is like the Toto Watchlet or whatever. Oh, but the, the fancy Japanese one is what you really want, though. The, the $10,000 toilet. And it, it talks lights, to you. And it's got a dryer on oh, it. You know, but you know, the thing is, is like you miss days and days of work. Because you never leave. It's like, are you kidding me? Seriously, I just need a few more hours. On a regular toilet, I could sit and play Candy Crush for hours. But, but then your then legs fall heated, asleep. That's fine. Then just punch them awake. Oh, crawl, crawl myself through the door. But <laughs> but if the seat was warm and then occasionally I got spritzed, it would be amazing. I'm all in. Your, your legs fall asleep. Then there's a fire, and you get up and you fall and. I got to get Mel Gibson to come drag me into the bathtub. Exactly. I have no need for this. It's too dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) Warning. Toilet seat may become too comfortable. You may live here. Your legs will fall asleep. My bathtub is not close enough to my toilet for any of that to happen. But being that there is a toilet paper shortage, I want us to really think about going back to the colonial days, back (laughs) when everybody shared a communal stick with a piece of leather on the end of it that they would sit in a bowl of salt water and that would just sit there in the outhouse and everybody would use that and then when you were done with it you would just sit it back in the bowl of salt water and the next person would come along and use it all right i love a when i can look back on my career i can say things i learned from sean sellers (laughs) This isn't the first time we've talked about the leather-ended stick. Yeah. Now, two, I love the idea that someone was like, well, I mean, what do we got lying around? I got a bunch of leather straps. No, this was technology because they stepped up from corn cobs and leaves and somebody said... Look at this, guys. This works better, cleans you better, and it's reusable. And it's sanitary. Look, it goes in this bowl full of salt water. <gasps> that is sanitary. That must kill all the germs. Yeah. This is also during the time. Oh. This is actually, this is just before the time that if you were riding a stagecoach across the country, 
and you stopped at a station to spruce up, you might use the communal toothbrush that all guests would share. But now, you probably didn't. Now, is this also, <laughs> just to be clear too, is this the time where if they had to take a leg, they'd just bite a stick and would tie a strap on you and that kind of thing? Yeah, more yeah. or less. So, I mean, but, okay, I you guess have it's all to relative. think about it though. They're stepping up from using corn cobs. <laughs> okay, corn cobs. <laughs> now, here's my question with the corn cobs. Yeah. Are we talking about after we've already gnawed the kernels oh, yeah, off? Oh, of course. There's so, no but corn it's still on soft? It. Or are yeah. we talking like the hard? Oh no, they're soft. Oh, I thought they dried out. Yeah, well, they're still. You, you hadn't been around a lot of corn cobs. So like you eat your corn, like oh, this is such good corn, and they're then you... silky. Haven't you ever heard the term? They're silky though. They're soft. Like once... oh, 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 you know what I'm thinking of? Oh wait, are you talking about like the husk and the no. silky hair? No, 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 no. Actual? No, cob. it's a cob. If uh, oh, you, I get it, but I guess I'm trying. I think when, you say when they silky, dry out, they get a little hard. But listen they get to a me. Little listen edgy. to me. I'm you take like that. you take the corn off the cob. Yes. And then once the kernels are off the cob, right? You scrape that to make cream corn. There's a lot of left in that yeah. cob. You scrape that, and yeah. scrape that, and scrape that, and scrape that. You make cream corn. You don't waste anything. Okay. After you've scraped that and scraped that, you have a soft cob. But as it sits out in the air, okay. it dries out. It's still soft. Either and, or. And you could continue to wet that for your needs, but we're talking <laughs> way like too much about this. I feel like going to feel pretty no, corny. No, we're not, because this is where we're at. There's no toilet paper, <laughs> and I feel like we're at yes, this point. Okay. So now, if hold we, on. If we must go to corn cobs, please do not throw them down your toilet. No. But if we're using the... Now, would they take the same corn pot, corn cob and put it in the salt water? Or was it like everyone had to eat a, an ear of corn before they went to the bathroom? <laughs> and then... A lot of corn. And then, would you rather corn cob or a <laughs> stick with leather strap in the salt water? At the time, it probably wouldn't seem odd to you to use the stick with the, the leather. And then the who leather was sitting around for great. dinner eating corn and was like... You know what? <laughs> Gotta go. <laughs> I I think this this has something. T- I think this you're not might- thinking about it. Do you it think right. someone went to the bathroom was eating their current like ear no. corn? Like, no, there was okay. corn left everywhere. There was so much corn. <laughs> and, and see, Maddie is still sitting here with this mindset of, well, I could just get some toilet paper. Yeah, um, he's not thinking about no. what it was really like back then. They had nothing. Yeah, I man. I I am I am not <laughs> it's at all. This block of wood. Or it's your corn cob. <laughs> Which thing. do you want? This is what I love about the mother of invention is that someone sat there and was like, this handful of leaves is the worst. <laughs> but you know what I love? Corn cobs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's the softest thing? <laughs> or maybe maybe someone left one after dinner. It was <laughs> sitting on like a chair. And so no. someone else sat down and was like, that's hey, ridiculous. that's not too bad. Uh, that's ridiculous. You know, I had sat in this no. pile of leaves, but this corn cob pile was kind of soft. Nobody leaves corn cobs sitting in a chair after dinner. That is just ridiculous. Well, no, they've clearly. already scraped the rest of the corn off for their cream corn, obviously. <laughs> yes. Now you're on the trolley. I just think that now in the times of disaster yeah. and strife, yes. that somewhere someone is inventing the next corn cob. That's why you're seeing these attachment bidets for 30 bucks. Do you think they're going to catch on? Or do no. you think, why? Because I don't want this. Okay. If you it's say so. It's huge in Europe. It's huge all over the world except yes. for here. <laughs> why because, are we fighting it? Because why, Charlie? European. the thing is though once we get through this once we get past all these closures and the 
the scariness of this. And once we're told that these vaccines, by the way, vaccines are in the field now. There are volunteers in Washington state who have been shot up with vaccines already right now while we're talking. And in China, they have monkeys who they've shot up with the virus and with vaccines and they're reacting positively to the vaccines the vaccines are killing the virus in monkeys right now while we're talking right this minute Mm -hmm. so there's positive news on the horizon once these things are are happening once this is moving can you imagine the party we're going to have can you imagine the financial uptick can you imagine the way that america is going to come back when this is done oh i can't wait well that's the thing though it's a matter of hanging there it, it it yeah does it feel awful and and again there's a lot of businesses a lot of bars and restaurants that are day to day as as it is so i hope they can hang in there hang and in. i hope they find a way to scrap it, scrap it out and that once we're allowed to leave the house for real I mean, yeah, I feel like everyone needs to go out and buy something from somebody. Oh, my God. It's like, please. It's it's going to be amazing when it's this is over. A combination, March Madness, St. Patrick's Day. Woohoo, we're free. All the sports. <laughs> have Put all, all the, the sports on. All yep. of it's going to be like just party in the streets. There's no doubt about it. And it can't happen fast enough, but it's not here yet. So be safe. Be careful. Wash your hands like your life depends on it because it might. Cough into your elbow. Yeah, and then keep your elbow to your damn self. <laughs> Don't be rubbing that elbow on everybody. Listen, we're doing this thing, and we're going to stick to it, sharing good news. So if you have any scrap of good news in your neighborhood, at your work, at your house, if you see somebody doing a good deed, if yes. if you're doing a good deed and you want to share it, that's quite all right. Pat yourself on the back. We'll pat you on the back. Share it on our Facebook page. Send us an email. Share it on our website. And we will share it with everybody because that's what we need is some good news right now. We sure do. We love you. Stay safe out there. Next time, anybody got anything? I mean... I'm kind of curious what about the corn cob. What do you mean? <laughs> I'm really. What do you mean? Tell me what you mean. For God's sake, what do you mean? I want to know more about the corn cob. Save your corn cobs. Maddie will be by to pick them up soon. <laughs> All right. Next time. Bye. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.